I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. HD you are listening to a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi, I'm HD Smartcast, and I hope you're safe and well. Your episode is about to begin. But just a small message of solidarity before that. In difficult times like these, living in isolation isn't going to be easy. But what if? Working from home, our own comfort zones, helps us discover new ways of being. What if this calm, this rest, it helps us listen to ourselves and the people around us more deeply? While that happens, you can find me at htsmartcast.com. Connecting you to the world of comedy, culture, motivation, news. You know, just in case you need some smart company. Thanks for listening. Take care. It's a popular myth that you need a big pot of money to start investing. But it takes very little money really to start investing. In a mutual fund, you just need 500 rupees to start an SIP. There is no perfect moment to invest over 35 years. There has not been a seven to eight year period over which your money has not recovered. It has actually done well. So start small, start now, and then you can't go wrong. Starting early benefits because you give the benefit of compounding to your money. You get your money to work hard for you. Money seems to be a very important resolution that most people have. The big question is, is this a good time to be investing? But why would you want to delay? I mean, you know, people always seem like they need, they need a large pot of money to start investing and, you know, that's why they normally don't start. So it's a popular myth that you need a big pot of money to start investing. It's really like somebody who wants to get into a healthy lifestyle, waiting to become slim before starting on a workout a new plan. Uh, plan. People who look fit are fit because they've really worked at it. And savings and investing is a little bit like that. Right. It takes very little money actually to start investing. In a mutual fund, you just need 500 rupees to start an SIP. Um, we, as Indians, we already have a very good savings habit. Yeah. You know, we are programmed from, as yeah. children, we are programmed to save. Absolutely. But it's this conversion of savings to investment is where we falter. Mm -hmm. And it is that the savings build up to a large pot or a sizable amount, and then we want this perfect moment to invest. Right. Okay, so we are constantly waiting for enough money for this moment when we will turn our savings into investments. Right. But it takes very little money really to start investing, and it, it's a good time to start now, and whatever surplus you have, yeah. you can start with that. A lot of times when people tell me, oh, I don't have enough to invest, and I say, can you generate 5,000 rupees a month, oh, I can do 10. Hmm. I said, there you are, here you it is. Enough. You have 10,000 bucks a month to start investing. All right. Why don't you do it? Fantastic. Yeah. So, but people basically delay their turning their investment into a saving because they're waiting for that perfect moment, which Correct. you mentioned. So, right. But is there that one perfect <laughs> moment that the markets can ever yeah. give anybody for that matter? There is no perfect moment. Yeah. 
okay you will have to be a very seasoned investor who will find that perfect moment oh. in time where the macro environment gold prices oil bonds mr trump uh, brexit uh, all the elections yeah farm agitations everything is in place and equity markets are in all time low yeah. and then you will nobody it doesn't happen doesn't happen okay so there is no perfect moment to invest and let's assume that you're an unlucky investor let's assume that you've bought an equity fund and you've put all of your life savings yeah you know uh, maybe 1 crore into the pot yeah and the next day the market crashes yeah. okay there's a big world event and the market has crashed yeah now i have back tested this data for the indian stock market for over 35 years there has no not been a 7 to 8 year period over which your money has not recovered not just has it recovered it has actually done well wow okay so the market has if you let the money sit in a good product yeah. over the long term markets will recover okay having said that i am not saying that you go to the market with a large pot of money of course you will systematically invest it over the year but even if you didn't time will sort of heal the pain of market volatility right so there is no perfect moment you can start anytime yeah. start with a smaller amount right. rather than coming with a big pot that you may have to the market right. so start small start now and then you can't go wrong so start small i get but why start now what's the hurry yeah and that's again a lot of the millennials sort of push back at me i am 25 i'm 30 you know i have i have time ahead of me yeah so then i i crunched some numbers and said okay you're a 30 year old person and you're saving a lakh you're investing a lakh, a lakh a year yeah and you go on saving this for 30 years yeah okay at a 12% return you're getting 2.7 crore at the end of these 30 years yeah now let's assume this 30 year old were to wait till age 40 mm. okay this see saying i'm parting now i'm not going to save even this 1 lakh at age 40 to reach 2.7 crore this person will have to invest 3 lakh mm. a year okay so the amount of investment will get bumped up yeah. from 1 lakh to 3 lakh a year mm. just because this person waited for 10 years to invest right so that is the logic of starting immediately starting now, now because what you're doing is you're getting the benefit of compounding yeah to I work for your money yeah. on your money yeah so you want compounding to work and compounding will work over the long term you need to give it 20 years for compounding for you need to kick in to kick in all right so can we do a quick wrap on why it is the right time to be investing right now so one everybody can save and invest yeah the problem is of converting the savings into investments there is no perfect moment yeah now is a good time and starting early benefits because you give the benefit of compounding to your money you get your money to work hard for you now it's time for the audience question of the week uh, we have a uh, we have an emailed query from vinod who wrote to us at moneywithmonikaatlivemin.com uh, he has a question regarding the expense ratios of mutual funds usually they range from 1 to 3% of your investments now over the years due to compounding don't you think that ter will almost around will be almost around 30 to 35% of your total earnings over the period of time that you've invested we know you've asked a really important question on costs and your worry is that a 2% annual expense ratio on your mutual fund will balloon to a large amount you're absolutely right 2% on your assets under management over a 20 year period will take a large bite out of 
your earnings. That's true. If you worry about costs, you should look at a product called an exchange-traded fund, an ETF. These products are index-linked mutual funds, and they have wafer-thin costs. Now, in India, the cheapest broad market ETF is at one basis point. Right? It's as, as thin as that. You said 2%, this is one basis point. But if you go up to even 10 basis points, you will have a choice of a number of ETFs in the basket of 10 bips. Now, you are, you're wondering ETF versus managed funds. So managed funds are charging 2% of uh, your assets as costs. The reason is that fund managers in India have been able to outperform the benchmark so well that these costs look small when you look at it in terms of the returns earned. So if you or your planner have the ability to choose schemes which are doing much better than the benchmark, four, five, six, more than that percentage points over the benchmark, then it's worth your while to pay that extra cost. Remember, a 2% compounding over 20 years is a lot, but that extra return of 4% compounding over time is even more than that. So you must choose funds which are doing better than the benchmark and the, uh, the amount is at least double of the expense ratio. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. You are better off in an ETF. So good question, Vinod, and happy investing. All right, Vinod, I hope you're happy with that answer. Double your expense ratio or use an ETF. Uh, that's all we have time for on Money with Monica today. Uh, in case you have any further queries, please write to us at moneywithmonica at livemint.com and you can also tweet to us at livemint. Thank you for watching. Mutual fund investments are subject to market risks. Read all scheme-related documents carefully. This was a Livemint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.